Doug was looking forward to a night out with Aisha, his girlfriend. Brian and his girlfriend, Gwen, were also looking forward to tagging along. They were heading into Manhattan, and they were taking the tunnel. Brian was driving his beat-up Toyota while Doug navigates on his phone. The girls were sitting in the back, talking about nonsensical things to pass the time. Their plan is to enjoy the night out in Manhattan, away from school and work, but no one could have guessed what was going to happen. We're going under, so you'll lose service. Just remember if it's a left or a right once we get out, Brian expressed to Doug as they drove into the Lincoln Tunnel. It says left when we get out, Doug explained. Okay, I can remember a left. I can remember a left too, but I also think that traffic is going to suck when we get into the city. He looked out the window and gazed at the lights in the tunnel. Rays of yellow and shadows flash on and off as they make their way through. Doug is usually the realist in any given group and it often comes off as being the guy to rain on everyone's parade. He was looking forward to a night out with Aisha. He continued to glare at the lights in the tunnel, the same continuous sight, as the others went on with a gentle banter to pass the time. The music had been shut off since there was no signal in the tunnel. A joke about Gwen's big feet, and Brian's hatred for Nicolas Cage movies, were a few of the numerous exchanges that slipped into Doug's blank thoughts as he began to notice something odd on the road. It may have just been a coincidence, but he began to realize that they were the only ones on the road that night. No other cars were in front of them or behind them. He thought about this until Aisha grabbed his attention to help her remember the name of a movie they saw. He wasn't paying attention to their conversation. He only answered her and brought his attention back to his window. He couldn't make any sense of it, but something didn't seem right to him. Uh, hey guys, he said aloud. Anyone got a weird feeling in their gut? What do you mean? Brian asked. I don't know. Something just doesn't feel right, he replied. I think you're just overthinking again, babe, Aisha said. Yeah, maybe you're right. Doug allowed himself to lose that thought, but still couldn't shake the feeling in his gut. He continued to stare outside, watching the passing lights, the yellow hues infesting his vision. It felt like hours, if it was minutes. The feeling in his gut got bigger and caused more worry in his mind. We should have been out of the tunnel by now, don't you think? He turned and asked Brian. It's a long tunnel under the water, dude. It's probably be another five minutes or so, Brian replied. I don't remember it even taking this long, Doug added. He's got a point, Gwen said. I feel like we've been in this tunnel forever. And I haven't seen another car since we got here, Doug added. Brian looked at Doug, then out of the road as he continued to drive. He was skeptical but he couldn't help but also notice that there were no other cars on the road. I think you're both nuts, he finally said. Look, the second we get around that bend, you'll see the road slope up out of the tunnel to the streetlights. He said with such confidence, and he continued to drive. They drove and drove. It seemed as if the turn around the bend was never reached. You see what I mean? Doug said frantically. See what? Brian asked. You've been going around this bend for so long. Either we're spiraling down to the bottom of the ocean, or we're going around in circles. Brian stared out the front of the car and thought to himself for a second. The girls in the back also glared out of their windows. Think about it, Doug said. Something is definitely wrong here. Brian, still trying to keep to his skepticism, shook off his nervous look and chuckled. You know, I think you're working too hard. Your brain is a bit fried, he said. Come on, man, can't you see it? Doug was begging. See what? That's my point. Look out there. 
All there is is those damn yellow lights that keep going on and on and on, and we still haven't gotten around that bend. Brian gripped the steering wheel and put his foot on the brake. The girls and Doug all stared at him as his eyes wandered over the road in front of them. And where are the other cars behind us, huh? Where are they? We've been in this tunnel for so long, why haven't we seen another one? And we're stopped! Where's the other cars? How? Brian fought to find the words, but eventually shook his head and got out of the car. Gwen followed behind him as he marched to the front of the car and gazed down the road. Brian! Gwen shouted. How is this possible? Brian expressed in bewilderment. Doug and Aisha both got out of the car and joined the other two at the front. Aisha stared back at the road behind them and saw the identical nothingness that lied in front of them. They were surrounded by nothing but concrete and the yellow lights that illuminated the road. How is this possible? Brian expressed. I don't know. I'm having trouble coping with this idea myself, but... But, but somehow... He paused. Somehow what? Gwen asked. We're stuck in this tunnel. No. No, was all Aisha could mutter. No, we can't be. How can we be stuck here? There's no collapse section. We haven't hit any dead ends. We're all just losing our minds over nothing. Let's get back in the car and keep going, Gwen added, sounding like the voice of reason. She's right. Y you guys are just trying to scare us, Aisha added. The girls went back to the car as Doug and Brian shared a concerned glance at one another. They headed back in and continued to drive down the road. The yellow lights glaring into the car. Brian gripped the steering wheel hard. Doug and the girls continued to stare out the window, wondering if this was merely in their minds. Brian glanced down at his dashboard and noticed something else that filled him with dread. We're running out of gas. This is unreal, Gwen said, almost sounding hysterical, as she glanced from the window down to her lap. This can't be happening. This can't be happening. What are we going to do? Doug asked Brian. I don't know, but I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to keep going until this makes sense. Doug sat with his face in his hands. Aisha attempted to console Gwen. Minutes turned into an hour, then another hour, and still no difference in their surroundings. Brian fought hard to keep his eyes open, both hands white-knuckled on the wheel. He looked over to Doug, who was fighting falling asleep himself. He glanced up to his rearview mirror, where he saw Gwen and Aisha had already fallen asleep. He then glanced down to his dashboard, and he was shocked. The gas meter was reading empty. But he was still driving. How? How am I still going? He looked over to Doug, who had given in and fallen asleep. He looked into the mirror again to check on the girls, and what he saw made him slam down on the brakes, sending his and Doug's head slamming forward, and he looked back on his own, not in the mirror, holding his head in shock. The girls had vanished. Gwen! Aisha! He called for them. He got out of the car and shouted down through the tunnel. Gwen! Aisha! No reply. Nowhere to be seen. He was confused. He peeked into the car to try waking up Doug and discovered... Doug had also vanished. What? Where is everyone? Brian stood in disbelief outside the car. He stepped back and began to search the car all around. He stepped out into the center of the road, shouting their names. Gwen! 
Dog! Aisha! Nothing. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be found. Just the glare of the yellow lights. Brian got back in the car, and he sat for a moment. He had a worried expression on his face, and he began shaking his head. No, 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 something, they're messing with me, they're messing with me, alright, yeah, yeah, they are. He began to laugh, uncontrollably, which turned into tears. He didn't know what to do. He slammed his hands on the horn, causing the beep to fill the void of the silent tunnel. He started to get tired. He couldn't think of anything else to do, so he pulled himself together he shut the door to the car, turned it on, and kept driving. The yellow lights never glimmered or darkened. They were a constant reminder to Brian as he continued down this endless tunnel alone, fighting sleep. He drove on, onward, into the abyss of the yellow light. Forward, through the emptiness of the open road. Forward, into the tunnel.